Welcome to the effects loop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. That was like an office dry opening. It was great. <laughs> yeah, maybe a Seinfeld. <laughs> Having a Seinfeld bass kick in it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I'm not prepared. I started this. I started and didn't know where I was going to end up. Sometimes this I is the one sentence. list you actually have to read this episode. Okay. This Even though I make you lots of lists. All right. Yeah, by the way, Chris, good notes this week. I, you're making I the was, script all the time now. I like this. Yeah. Well, I was like, I was, I was slightly confused because I was like, am I reading an instruction? And I was like, oh, oh, it's actually, it's just the important things. Yeah, it's a list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember I, when I used to do this for prepping the episode and you guys never read it, so I just said, screw it, I'm not trying on this the show anymore. And now Chris is picking up the slack. I love this. He spelled label <laughs> wrong, but other than that. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, that's really, better than our uh, house inspector did. He couldn't spell half the words he was trying to put in there. Uh <laughs> sir. I don't think that's how you spell reckon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, one too many K's. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Chris right. has become such a coastal elitist now that he... <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck you guys. I lived in Denver for 17 minutes. I'm, <laughs> I'm ba- Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> and then you're just going to walk around like with your nose up in the air. Uh-huh. Can, can, like, can you I... even wear a Biden-Harris like t-shirt around? <laughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> No. Uh, that's a good question. I should try, especially where we're moving to, but I won't say that on air. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, fucking try it and you might get your ass kicked. Well, no, you it depends on what part of Memphis you're in. I was gonna say I have stories about right outside of Denver and then all of Kansas. Oof. I uh <laughs> yeah, where I live is very interesting. You you definitely do not announce your i think i had more jesus's waving at me through kansas than i've ever had (laughs) so anyway who is the sponsor that was that was was the mushrooms chris but whatever (laughs) this this episode's brought to you by bigger pedals um go check out biggerpedals.com the albi i can't wait i just i'm ready for some like 80s new wave goodness i wonder if i can get getting the distortion from them i'm excited for that one I've is, their buzz. So, uh, what's that song? The NXS song, the "I Got to Let You Know You're One of My Kind." Is that considered new wave? Does that need you tonight? Yes, yes, need you tonight. That's it. I think they're new wave. I would I consider NXS new wave. I think my parents listened to them, so yeah, I would say that's new wave. That is that surprisingly that... modern from how you describe your upbringing. <laughs> I figured that your parents listened to like the Carter family, like June and no. all them. Oh, they do, they do that too. Like, you know, and if they really want to get crazy, they threw on some Johnny Cash, like you know, or Jimmy Buffett. No, yeah, oh. my dad had a uh, it was a pretty extensive, like very interesting, uh, music catalog. I feel like your parents would have a throw a party and only make virgin daiquiris. Oh yeah, they would. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're listening to like sweating to the oldies, like Motown with daiquiri, virgin daiquiris. Yeah, we had the Bee Gees playing when we had dinner with them the other night. 
I feel uncomfortable. All right. Uh, this episode is also <laughs> brought to you by our patrons, our patrons uh, from our patron. Go to patreon.com slash effects loop. Patreon. And you, and you, what did I say? You said Patreon enough times that I just wanted to like insert it one more time. Patreon. 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 Join our Patreon. Join Do it. This is our ASMR episode where you're going to join our Patreon. Join us. Join us now. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> the, the effects loop, loop cult. Is that what we're going with? Yeah. We're getting flavor aid next week. All right. Uh, so what's new? Uh, let's go start with Scott. I don't yeah. like gear anymore. Why? <laughs> Because you've got the quad cortex and the Kemper, and that's all you need in your life. And the Les Paul. Yeah, I need a fret level, my Les Paul. Um, uh, no, I mean, I'm saving money up for my the other $1,800 I owe Kevin Equis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, good on That'd you. Yeah, trying to be better about money. I just sold two pedals this week. That felt good. What What did you sell? Uh, your dually from Westminster. Oh, uh, do you get like twenty bucks for it? Hundred twenty. It's not horrible. Yeah, those those resell pretty well. No, they no, don't. that's no. <laughs> like no, no. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what the other one. It had a box. Oh, my uh, Mark Three from Love Pedal. Oh, the naked. Yep. How much did you get for that? Uh, something like one hundred thirty bucks. It's not bad. They were what one hundred fifty. Oh no, that's right. We got them when they were on sale for fifty, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, not bad. And I profiled that one before I sent it, so I have it in the quad cortex forever. So no complaints. Yeah, but how do you feel about copying a pedal like that? Well, I bought a quad cortex. And I've been using a Kemper for a year, so <laughs> he's I, fine. With I it. sleep okay at night. Okay. Anywho, Chris, and- what's new with you? Uh, so I remembered what the other thing I forgot last week was. I got a JHS Mini Foot Fuzz that I have not tried out yet. Did um, you get multiple ones? No. Because you put an apostrophe after fuzz as if it was a plural. <laughs> fuzz eye. Fuzzes. Fuzz eye. Fuzz eye. Yeah, what is the plural of fuzz? Is it actually fuzzes? Fuzzeses. But yeah, uh, that was the other thing new. I haven't gotten anything new this week. So, well, I did. You got a new house, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, we're working on all the paperwork to get that finalized, so we should be there soon. So, new gear holder day. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I got some. I got some picks. What you? Oh. <laughs> are they at least fancy or are they standard? Uh, they're the Dunlop Tortex. What did I? Good choice. Um, no, well, these are the ones that are like the smaller jazz style. Oh, I, I just like the material of those overall. First, oh, yeah. anything else, like that's why I keep going back to those. Yeah, oh, what are they called? The Dunlop Tortex Flows. Oh, they're the seventy threes. You like the flow shape? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I bought something in a flow, and I just. Don't click with the sharp pointed pick. Yeah, I can see that. But um, I also got uh, the Expression Overdrive again. 
from Ernie Ball because Sweetwater has it on sale for fifty bucks. So you've had one of those before. Yeah. What kind of pit, what kind of it's just an overdrive, right? Right. So, so is it healed, really just like a tube screamer or like what? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell what, you. What's controlled by the expression volume or is it gain? Uh, gain. So heel down is pretty much transparent and then you increase the gain. So Interesting. Yep. It's pretty neat. It's huge, isn't it? No, like, not really. Smaller than a VP Junior. That doesn't mean it's small by any mean mean or measure, though. <laughs> VP Junior is still a giant pedal. Um, it's about as big as my Focus, right? The Scarlet Two I Two. It's still pretty big. Hmm. Oh yeah, it's not like it's. It's tiny. not like a, it's not like a Dunlop Mini size. No, no, yeah. it's bigger than that for sure. Okay. Gotcha. And then, oh, my dig arrived. I told I told everyone about me ordering that drunk, but that arrived, so that was pretty cool. It's a pedal I've been wanting for a while, and I guess uh, Happy Father's Day, woo! Mm-hmm. So. Chris, do you still yep. have a dig? Yeah. Uh, I'm not getting rid of that again, because even though I have the stomp, I still like to keep the DSP free, since I've got a delay and reverb that I like for 90% of what I do. Yeah, I like the dig. It sounds really nice. There's a lot more to it than I realized. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always end up like forgetting what half of it does. And I think last time I had a dig, I just completely forgot what my favorite was. And I just yeah. kept using it if it worked because I didn't know what all the settings were. <laughs> all right, so this lady's mad right now. <laughs> Sorry. I got distracted. So yesterday someone put, does anyone know why there's a sheriff helicopter flying around North Knoxville near this area? And I was the first comment. I said to mess with people who are nosy and people got upset, like very upset. They did. So this lady apparently is this woman's niece and her cousin was over there. And so is her autistic child or something like that. I don't know. Whole long story is absolutely insane. So someone posted, Hey, we ever find out why they were flying in the area. She said, I don't think so, because too many people wanting to troll instead of do their due instead of do their due diligence to the community. I just want to respond back. Yeah, lady, I derailed an entire investigation with my sarcastic comment. Yes. Sorry. Yes, you did. That's what I do for fun. (laughs) I need friends. All right, let's move on to gear news. (laughs) So why don't you tell us about this first thing that looks pretty awesome? The uh, Seymour Duncan Vapor Trail Deluxe. Um, so they apparently they have a standard vapor trail that I didn't even know about. So this was you don't know about the vapor trail. I did not know about the vapor trail. Dude. Yeah, they've had that forever. Uh, you should listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Um, <laughs> but uh, this the version. I don't know if the how many chips the other one had, but uh, they've upgraded it with four bucket brigade chips. Uh, it's now got tap tempo three different subdivisions um including some special modes that are i haven't seen some of these on other pedals i don't think i could be completely wrong but they've got like a micro delay that like 
goes what is up a faster. Like a ramp? Well, the, the, the officials? No, that's a completely different thing. So that's also on here. So micro delay, uh, their definition is extremely fast repeats for replicating double track slapback in the Leslie like speaker effects. It's like 30 millisecond range. Yeah. Um, hmm. Then pitch sequence, uh, self explanatory with octave up and down, pitch bender, um, which does a dive bomb type thing, apparently. So that's kind of cool and then the runaway is what you're talking about with the ramp of the how do they word it endless repeats and building energy of a runaway delay so i mean that's not a ramp that's a oh yeah because that's oscillation i think you're you're thinking of i think you might yeah because i'm trying to ramping is when you actually adjust the the free the thing back and forth the what does when the dd20 when you push the button on that to do the quote-unquote ramp that's same thing self-isolation or oscillation right got you oh yes actually that makes more sense yes where it just does the infinite um into itself thing yeah so yeah so this is a seems pretty cool it's got 1200 milliseconds of delay available and a pretty cool feature that stuck out to me was the wet dry mix because it had like a wet what do they say is like a wet pass through which is basically an effect loop um and you can run that um i don't think i heard any demos of them doing that with anything weird but oh it's always interesting when um i think the walrus ah what is their delay arp bellwether the bellwether, yeah, the bellwether has an effects loop on it. That was always fun to just throw random stuff into. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the uh, Seymour Duncan Vapor Trail. <laughs> how much? I is didn't it? hear it. Yeah, how much? Uh, I think that one was three fifty. That's expensive. Sorry, two not two twenty nine. That was okay, another well, one I was go. thinking of. Yeah, so it's right in that good price range of other stuff. Um, uh, did I mention the three presets? Yeah, maybe. I don't no, know. I think it's great, yeah. I think it's a great deal at that price. Yeah, point. I mean, really yeah. you think about like the so the, the regular vapor trail is the like the six hundred millisecond. This is the one point two second version. Mm-hmm. So you have double the chips and stuff like that. So when you went when they did that on like um, a few other pedals, it tended to add like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks to the price of the pedal. They this didn't, and so this wow. is this is a really nice feature set at this price point. Yeah, yeah, I'd be very tempted on this one. But cool. We like Diaz. Um, yeah, Diaz yeah, is fine. muted. So I'd like to just take this time to talk a little bit about hot dogs and how they're part of the sandwich family because it is meat contained within bun or a protein or really any type of stuffing within a bread format that falls okay, has, all within that range of hot dog sand, hot sandwich. Has anybody so, thrown this argument out there? Which direction does the meat need to be coming out of the bread for it to be considered a sandwich? Because a hot dog is technically facing up, whereas normal sandwiches, the bread is oh, on top and bottom. Open face sandwiches. Boom. Yeah, that's not mm. a good argument. <laughs> but isn't that just a salad with a bread bowl? No. <laughs> Completely different. Stop, stop trying to be deep, Chris. You're not. Stop. 
<laughs> but you uh, know what is getting deep? The KMA machines unveiled their Tyler Deluxe Advanced Frequency Splitter. Oh, more dang. Fun. Much more than your ABY splitter. Because it has high and low pass filtering. And effects loops. I don't know how the effects loops work on this. Chris, did you catch uh, that? Uh, my understanding of it was... Um, I think it does have two effects loops, correct? Um, yeah, high pass and low pass. Yeah, so it goes... Like your signal, you can send your high and low to one effects loop. And I think they had an example of... Um, I think they had a fuzz on the high pass side and just kept it clean on the low pass. And their example was to quote unquote, keep um, fuzz clearer or whatever. Um, so that was an interesting use of it. Um, yeah. That, that I was hoping you would be able to explain it better than me because I was like, I don't exactly understand how this works. I just know it does cool things. <laughs> I mean, the phase inverters help you keep your effects stuff lined up so you don't get phasing issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they showed that too, like just using it as a standard um, like AV amp thing to kind of do like a wet dry rig. Well, or you can, uh, yeah, you can do like, I mean, you can do tons of stuff now that you're adding a filter into the chain too. So like you could do, uh, you shelve off your highs on mm -hmm. one amp and that becomes your like warm sound and then you do you shelve off your lows and that's like your bright amp and that's the way you could do to, yeah like for me uh, yeah for me i was back. actually thinking it would be cool to like run the highs through like a vox and then put the like clean ish and then the bass through an actual driven marshall like that would actually be pretty decent i don't know if i could set something like that up in a stomp or not but that would i mean be... you it would take a few different blocks to do that in a stomp yeah sure. it, it would be a little confusing but it would be i think that would be kind of cool you kind of get that clarity with you know your lower chug yeah i mean or the other fun one is like you you just you know, you've got a really driven amp, so you shave off some of the bass for that, and then you run a cleaner amp somewhere else, and you get that full frequency. Or, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of flexibility you can do by adding all this together. And I mean, you got the whole transformer isolation stuff, so it's never going to make noise. You're not going to mm -hmm. get ground loops from it. Um, so with that said, is this worth the? Or is the price? I see a price in three hundred thirty USD. Is... I yeah. mean, like a Morley ABY is like a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, is it? Ugh, ABYs high. are not that expensive. I mean, once you add uh, once you add the transformers in, it does. Right. Hmm. I, I'm curious. I mean, I I didn't get a chance to watch any of these demos, but I could, I'd really like to see what demoers are doing with it i mean mm -hmm. i can t i can tell one of those already um this guy's doing royal blood kind of stuff with a bass with it so i can imagine there's some cool stuff yeah yeah uh so yeah if you guys want to like check that out we will actually have the link to the actual website in the description hmm. and 
But yeah, you can do a mix between the two. I think that's a, another big, like the last big feature we should probably point out is you can do a mix between the two sides. That's interesting. Yeah. And I'm not sure if the clean, I can't remember if the clean knob is strictly clean signal to where you can have like, quote unquote, three going through, but. Huh. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> is intrigued. Okay, I want to play with one of these in like somebody's demo <laughs> rig and, and really see what's going on. Yeah. But I think we lost John for a while here. Um, yep. So with that, should we talk about the Ibanez new addition to the Iron Label series? Yep, because pointy guitar go chug. Um, so in typical Ibanez fashion, the model numbers like 75% don't make sense. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? I totally want an XPTB 620. <laughs> but why don't you want the 720? Uh, just, I don't want to pay an extra hundred bucks. So um, the I think this is a oh, shoot. How many was in this? Five. Five guitars were released in this series. Um, the XP TB 620 and 720, if I remember right, six and seven string, um, both have the Edge 02 vibrato bridge, which is the Ibanez version of the Floyd. Uh, passive humbuckers, which I found interesting for this being like geared towards Wait. the metal scene. Demarzio D activators or passive pickups? Yeah. That is like the most active oh, no, 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 no. sounding you, name no, I've ever the, seen. No, I'm still the the first two guitars that are in this are passive. The Iceman uh, shaped one has the active pickups. It says right here the X series has the D activators. Did I misread this completely? Perhaps. Let me scroll it back up. The Iceman also comes with the deactivator. All the electric guitars are active. The hmm. bass well, is a... a Bartolini BH2, which are passive. And the other one. Oh, wait. Hold yeah, on. The, the basses are pa passive. The guitars are active. These are passive humbuckers featuring ceramic mag magnets for an aggressive attack. Do they not know what they put in these? <laughs> well, I just said the deactivator, and now I'm on. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm, I'm on Demarzio's site, and I'm looking at them. They actually look like passive pickups. I'm not sure. Um, they the deactivator doesn't use vault batteries. Okay, so they are both passive. Okay, noted. Thank you, Ibanez. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how uh, this all works. I don't either. Like like we said, it's all a confusing mess. So the models we were just talking about, um, I got that X X shape, I guess is what the official term for it. Um, and then we mentioned a ice. Can you not? Uh, we mentioned an Iceman shape uh, guitar as well. 
I think it's probably the first. Is it the first seven string of that? I don't know, but. I haven't paid attention to the Iceman since <laughs> so some of the Downs breakout album. So it's a long time. <laughs> I don't think you trust in my. Oh no! Wake up! Don't do it. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. It's so the whole series, Matte Black. Mm-hmm. Black out everything. Metal guitars. Uh, the Iron Label logo mm. looks like it should be a band, an opener on like Ozfest oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, these are clearly metal guitars. Have Adam. I'm not interested. Mm-mm. I'm sure Diaz would have things to say about this, but he's Probably. off nursing something. <laughs> Why? <sighs> do you have, do you have shopping carts in your, uh, <laughs> in your no, cash so, sanctuary over there, Chris? What's going uh, on? We're living with my parents until we close on the house. So we have to like keep their dogs separate from the rest of the animals. So the office is where we keep the two younger cats. And they're in play mode right now while we're trying to record. Just and for the record, listeners, when he two. says the two younger cats, that implies there's more than two cats. Yeah, there's a third who is 18 years old. But uh, yeah, she slammed into the dog cage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Speaking of slamming into the cage, Joden Guitars expands the radium with a matte green model. I actually really like this. I didn't even know about this uh, model until I saw this. I think I saw it earlier in the week in a group, and I was just like, what, what is this model? It's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's a punk guitar. It is. It's a, a little elongated telly-ish shape. So, But has a wraparound stop tail and then an HSH yeah. pickup loadout and then a Les Paul-style headstock. Yeah. This is like the parts bin of parts bin guitars. Excited. It's Godin, so Only it won't be that expensive. 800 map, so... That's... Map is minimum advertised price, so... There you go. Hmm. It's very tempting. I could see you with something like that. Yeah, like... I, I don't I'm know about Matt like Green, very, Yeah, I don't know either. That, that, was, that was my uh, thing. That their only other options are... They have a natural brown... Yeah, basically stained or I'm trying to scroll real quick through their website. Not oh yeah, is stained wood and that's I not a fan. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I'd probably um, go with the matte green. But they've got that. They also just got straight up telly loadouts with that body shape too. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, this might be fun. So who knows? You might see me with this at some point. <laughs> I can see it. It's got a it's got a Les Paul Jr. vibe to it, while still mm-hmm. like not really being a Les Paul Jr. So, yeah, and it's just different enough to kind of be unique without going too crazy. Speaking of being unique, did you see the Musar from Squire? Uh, I did. Where is it? There it is. 
So apparently this was a special run from signature model from the guy from the cribs and they've just gone crazy on the used market. So, um, now it's, they're calling for them to be remade. So we're looking at offset vibrato humbucker, single Jaguar pickup. So you have a humbucker in the bridge, Jaguar pickup in the neck. Looks like it has a pickup selectors or is that a rhythm circuit? That looks like a rhythm circuit, but like, what are those controls? I would assume so, but it also has a three-position yeah. knob. And there's no switch for the rhythm circuit. Huh. So, not really a guitar that's coming out, but... Actually, is this a bass? I don't think it's a bass. Oh, no, there was a signature model bass as well. Okay. Or oh, the other guy in the band. Um, are yeah, they so big? They, Should I know them? I've never heard of these guys. Okay, so I don't feel bad now. Like, I'm not going to like call Go you out British on indie it. rock from the early 2000s. Oh, Johnny Marr played for them for a moment. Oh, then that makes them okay. cool. Yeah, I guess so because whenever johnny mars in the band i actually pay attention <laughs> right you're on notice modest mouse mm -hmm. um but yeah this is a uh, this is interesting i've actually been really uh, i hate to say it on air but i've kind of been itching for either a jaguar or jazz master shape something and this is kind of interesting if they do come out with a re would they even call it a reissue at this point? <laughs> I don't know what they do with this because, like, it's just such an obscure guitar. But, I mean, that like, there's a bunch of, like, experimental squires in the history of that company that could come yeah. back in some way. If, But then, like, because they're signature model associated, so, like, you have, like, the Courtney Love, um, uh, the Venus. Yeah. You know, there's the, um, oh, what's that model called? The guy from Terrace Mellows plays. Um, That's a good question. Uh, Supersonic? Am I wrong there? I don't. There's been a bunch of experimental things in the Squire range of for like kind of offbeat bands, and you know, there. Once the market dries up, maybe you could do an FSR of them, but I don't really know how much this is just a very niche market going mm -hmm. up in going up in price or is it a um lack of like is there really demand for it you know what i mean that's true yeah because you got stuff like uh like the chase bliss discontinued chase bliss pedals are just shooting up in value right now right because you just can't get them but at the same mm -hmm. time they never really sold that well and so is it yeah. just like very selective people being very demanding and wanting them or is it um like a real hot market looking for them. That's yeah. to say. Yeah, that's a good point because like maybe, maybe I'm just not the market for this guitar, but like I don't have the like itch to go out and grab this <laughs> if I can find one. Like if uh, I see it on at a pawn shop for like five hundred. I mean, like it's it might got, be tempting. This has modded guitar vibes to it already. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, uh, was it Fender that did the mod shop or is uh? 
Yeah, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, so like the para, not the paranormal. Yeah, maybe the paranormal series. Like this might be a good one to like make a couple of tweaks on. Like maybe make it a hard tail or something just to make it just and different enough. But like that's where I could see this coming back. Or throw Bigsby on it. Shoot. <laughs> no, an offset vibrato is good enough. Yeah. I like an offset vibrato more than I like a Bigsby. And on this kind mm. of guitar, I think it would fit it. The offset looks better. Mm. That's my opinion. I have completely lost that page. So. <laughs> so, um, are any of these topics real? Uh, no, because two of these were still there when I made the document. Oh. Uh, well, when will Chris come back? Finally, got answered. Uh, yeah. So I've been back for two weeks now, and uh, as long as everything goes right, I should not have to miss again unless Xfinity does not get me internet. <laughs> yeah, your new apartment doesn't, or your new house doesn't have internet, right? Yeah. So fun story. It's a. Well, the house itself, I think, was built in 1900. So it's been around for a while. I don't know when Xfinity finally ran their cables, but nobody has had internet in that house. Or cable. Or, or cable, for that matter. And yeah. we're here in 2021. Um, but thankfully, when I spoke to them, they said there's a junction box nearby and it's only going to be the 100 bucks to have their tech put the hole in the wall, basically. That's not bad. No, yeah. I mean, uh, especially if they're, if they're paying gigabit, for all the so. um, yeah, gigabit on cable sucks. But yeah, um, <laughs> if if they're running all the cable length too, because that could be like a hundred feet of cable or so. Yep. That if they bury it and stuff too, that I mean, hundred yeah, bucks that, winds up being a pretty good deal there. Yeah, I think we talked to like four different reps because we wanted to like make very, very sure we were getting told the right thing. And yeah, I guess my assumption is they just wanted to get service to that house um, for the future because they're getting a paying customer. So they'll, they were going to handle the burial and all that. And we just have to pay for the guy to come into the house and put the little wall plate in. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I, I don't have a topic. Okay, how long have we been recording, though? I don't know. There's a lot of DS nonsense I want to kind of delete from this episode. <laughs> so, um, and we're at like 38 minutes on the recording thing, so that's too short. Well, I guess it's time to go. Did we hit any topics? Mm, how much have we talked in the group chat since last week? I don't know. I don't want to talk about the origin effects thing. Six, uh, if, if you want to hear was... about that, go listen to um, uh, 60 Cycle Hum did actually a really good summary of it. Go check them out. Crazy kids. Oh, I got an important question for you, Chris. All right. Are you all caught up on the Fast and the Furious franchise for Fast 9? I think the last one I saw was Fast 5. Ooh, it oh, all goes downhill from eight. there. Fast 5 is the pinnacle. 
that will be my controversial statement for the, the for this week is fast five is the best one so what you're saying is i should not go see the new is this an order okay they just start getting more ridiculous and dumb and fast five is kind of the end of like oh cars are fun you know yeah now we're getting into like now you have to follow for story <laughs> now it it becomes more like action hero spy crap yeah okay so hmm maybe i've seen furious seven it's a pretty good one okay yeah I, I, so i might be up to seven then what is tom holland in fast and furious 10 is that what i'm seeing tom holland john cena is in this one oh lord just getting all the old wrestlers and he plays vin diesel's long lost brother i can see it you can see it i can see it it's just enough of a stretch but it's john cena You, you can't see him that's true he'll sneak up on you he'll be sitting next to you in the theater Reading his lines live. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I kind of gave up on it after that because yeah, it was getting a little too. I don't know, like cookie cutter. Can 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 we say that? Oh, they start becoming more by the numbers. Yeah, they got yeah, they got stuff in them. I don't remember what podcast I was listening to. I don't think it was anybody of our friend group but yeah they talked about how fast and furious just kind of went with like they they found the formula that worked for a couple so that might have been uh maybe fast and furious and furious six maybe and they just kind of like stuck with that and went with it and it's been basically the same movie each time just Six through eight have all been kind of the same kind of movie. Yeah. They become government spies or special agents and go all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's where I kind of dropped off interest because it was like it got away from it was like Tokyo Drift. That one was a good one to me. I don't know if that's that's most popular most opinion. Hated one. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> uh yeah, it's it's so the the big thing about them is they're huge international movies. Like they don't have to I've sell a that. ticket in the United States anymore, and those movies will still keep being made because oh. they they do so well overseas for some reason. Well, partly partly because they're international movies. Like they actually do a good job of like including you know other countries, and I think that's kind of what they found right. in Fast Five, particularly was when they really started like honing in on that. Of this whole like international globe trotting th- stuff, and that's I think they so, just keep yeah. getting better. It, they keep doing better in the theaters as a result. Because hmm. they at first they were trying to be car movies and failing. Oh uh, yeah, that, like, that's, that, that's, that's fair. also like the the running joke is like all the car stuff in them like half of it's fake and doesn't work. So mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I clicked on the Fast and F- Fast and Furious uh, Fast Five uh, IMD page, IMDb page, and it pulled up the 
like trailer with the land train of tanker trucks. <laughs> oh, that's fast and furious. Yes. Yeah. Fast fives where they haul a bank safe through downtown Rio. Oh yeah. I Which is like one of my favorite scenes in all of movies. <laughs> that's still I think like they, one of my favorite they, scenes. Didn't they do that one? Um, like practical, if I remember that right, or mostly. Uh, sort of like they had they had a they had a car with a box around it for a lot. That's of it. what it was. Yeah. So like they were actually hauling something. Yeah. Yes, I think I remember. I don't remember if it was Corridor Digital or if it was something else, but they were talking about it and how they had to like at one point actually make the were, were they chargers that were they were pulling it with? Yeah, so they had to like make them to where they could actually like tow that much weight. <laughs> uh yeah sorry i'm i'm negotiating with my friend of what are we seeing the 5 30 or the 7 and what seats do we want to get for friday oh all right that's my topic i just watched it was a good topic. I, I watched faith the furious i think yesterday in prep are they streaming anywhere to where i can catch up on them or do i have um, to buy them so they were like all on hbo go for a little while there and now they're like all off because i think they're they're betting money on people wanting to like stream them. It's like the Ooh. original Fast and the Furious is on there, and I want to say Tokyo Drift is on HBO Go still. Got you. Hmm. Well, all right. That, or we can go in depth about this other podcast. I I started listening to Hidden Brain. I don't think that fits with the show. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you can do that or you can catch me up on uh, Robin Hood Snacks because I haven't listened to it in two weeks. I don't know what that is. <gasps> What's this? What is this? Tell me more. Uh, Robin Hood has a uh, podcast that's only like 15 to 20 minutes long and they kind of give you the day's like top talk topics in the investment world. Oh, Robin so Hood it, like that. I got yeah. Yeah, that Robin Hood. Yes. You still trust Robin Hood after the whole GameStop fiasco? Eh, for the most part. I should have said I, I think they're I think they're a whole official thing on that is like they're the podcast is like only affiliated with Robin Hood. It doesn't like actually have it's independent of it to a degree. Yeah. So speaking but, of which yeah, is still... uh GameStop is just dropping. Yeah, but my AMC is up from where I bought it, so so it's my Doge. I already sold my AMC. Bought in at twelve, sold at sixty-three. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I only have two stocks in it, and I'm just gonna hold them and get my free popcorn every time I go. Hmm. It's a perk. <laughs> All right, that's all I got. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> so, so thanks for joining us this week. Um, you can follow us everywhere um, at thefxloop.com. You'll find all of our links for the Facebook words. Wow. The Facebook group, the, face the group Instagram, book. the Facebook book, the gram of Insta, the tube of you, and you can mail us via the internet because we do not have a p.o box because we i don't know why we probably should 
Because P.O. Box but, is uh, you can also... Yeah. Yeah, I never went and picked up my last, like, two months of mail from my last P.O. Box I had. So, hope there wasn't anything important. But you can also join the Patreon, because that is important to her. <laughs> but anyway, so I've been Chris. I've been Scott. And Diaz was here and is gone. So thank you guys for joining us. Bye. Bye. TikTok reference. We're getting hip, guys. <laughs> Those are the backyardigans. Oh. I guess we'll start the show. You ever forget? Free up some bandwidth. <laughs> That's what I call it whenever I unbuckle my my <laughs> pants whenever I'm at a buffet. <laughs> Freeing up some bandwidth. I'm too tired. You're too Every, stoned. That, no, it's, I'm really just tired. Everything's fine. There hasn't mean? been any Meryl Joannas right that, now. That is a lie. A lie. <laughs> <laughs>
that is one that is one lie. I'm off work tomorrow. I have uh, I've gone to level seven, guys. Is it legal where you're at yet? No, no. How's Chris gonna manage? Mm. I haven't actually done it since. Uh... Okay, what are you talking about? How's Chris gonna manage? I'm the bigger. I'm a way bigger stoner than Chris. Yeah, but that never stopped you. It did stop Chris. <laughs> Chris never smoked weed until he moved to Denver. Oh, yeah. Uh, well. I, I still haven't smoked weed, so we got that going for me. But We'll change that. Well, smoking weed's like getting with a black guy. You know, you never go back. Is that is that why? You... Never mind. Too soon. Is that why, is that, is that why Dante's over tonight? Yes. Back off, okay? <laughs> That's why Jess and I split. Yeah. I went to one black guy. Never went back. So glad I hit record a little bit ago. <laughs> uh, Lord. Current topic today being people who don't put the truss rod cover back on their guitars are heathens. Ooh, that's a truss rod cover. What? Uh, no, I, I don't think a single one of mine have a. Let's you gotta have the truss rod one. cover. Yeah, no, people... my. <laughs> I have mostly fenders. Like none of mine have. Yeah, I will f- now. Sorry, I blocked your cat tree. What type of fucking cat jungle do you have going on at your house? There's a cat tree. There's a cat shower. <laughs> there's a cat fountain earlier. Yeah. There's a, there's, uh, there's a Trojan cat. It's literally a giant cat with other cats that get inside it and it roll across the house to, to try to sneak out. No, that's just Fiona. That's the fat one. It's two cats standing up in a trench coat. <laughs> walking out all nonchalant. Like, uh, all right, Chris, we're going to go check the mail. And they never come back. It's like, wait a minute. There's not three people in this house. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get Pop-Tarts and some smokes. I'll be right back. Okay, Dad. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was 17 years ago. Welcome to the effects loop. <laughs> I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. 